Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. This is the Get Up Show. This is more exciting than Podcast 160. It's the Simon Says Podcast, podcast number 161. Oh, my gosh. See? That's a big one. Hey, it's Sean and Charlie and Maddie. We're the Get Up Show here on the Simon Says Podcast. Click a like and subscribe and tell your friends. And are you guys watching the trial yet? Well, I mean, now it's it's down to the end. I think they did closing arguments today while I was in here wasting time with YouTube, not watching it. <laughs> there's already something on Netflix. Oh, I know. Yeah, there's Is a, there? There's yeah. a whole series. It's a limited series about the legend of that family and all the ins and outs of the case that you don't see during the trial and like the the kid's ex-girlfriend i mean it's some well, the stuff they can't present some shocking irrelevant. stuff they're just a mess they're a giant mess whether he did it or not he's a bad guy <laughs> and the family's a mess well you know i'm starting to think that one day i think he did it and then the next day i'll think he didn't do it right but what they're doing in the prosecution, they're telling you all of these people who have reason to kill all of them. So for me as a juror, if you're telling me all these other people have a reason to kill everybody, it doesn't mean that this guy didn't do it 100%, but it doesn't tell me that he did do it 100%. Yeah. You know You've what I mean? You've got to prove that he did it, not that everyone wanted to kill them. Exactly. Reasonable doubt. And the thing is, there's no real hard evidence that he did it other than you know you could say this guy lies about everything did you kill your family no i didn't okay he's lying again because <laughs> he lies about everything yeah so i didn't follow it at all other than the fact that the, was it the wife and the son were killed yeah and then he why i i guess i don't understand like then oh he tried to get someone to kill him that was before that was a whole different thing oh that was previous <laughs> yeah, yeah previously that, that, to this dude so what he wanted to be murdered yeah. For what reason? To, for life insurance? For money. To, to give them the insurance okay. to leave them better off. So when but that didn't work, he when that didn't work out, he turned around, well, then I'll be better off. I, <laughs> and see, can die. You know, change of plans. I, see, I don't know. I don't know if he did it or not. And then they're saying that it had to have been two people because it was two guns. One was a shotgun. One was a long rifle. But my feeling is he could have shot the kid with the shotgun. And then while the wife was running away, he got the rifle because it's more accurate at a distance. Exactly. And you know? he, yeah, and he's a man that would have lots of guns. Oh, he did. He admitted that he did. But they, they can't find one. I might be making that part up. They can't find the clothes he was wearing that night. He can't come up with the clothes he was wearing. 
he originally said, I was not there. I was at my mom's house. And then a recording, a video came out from the kid's phone that clearly had his voice on it. So he said, oh, yeah, I was lying about that. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Yeah. And oh. he said uh, he was at this was at their dog kennels at like 845. His voice was recorded on the thing and they were killed like between 853 and 90 oh, something. Oh, so it was like 5 minutes later. Basically. But so, I was gone. I was, I was yeah. nowhere. He said jumped, he jumped on the golf cart and went back to the house and immediately laid down and went to sleep and didn't hear any sign of anyone else. The dogs weren't making any noise. Okay, he didn't hear gunshots. Crap. Yeah, no. I mean, I I'm a sound sleeper too. So I mean, I generally I could sleep right through a double homicide. Do you fall asleep within three minutes? Oh, God, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> well, I mean, once, once I get off my golf cart, <laughs> from, after driving from my so dog exhausting. kennels. And that's the thing. These people had everything. Yeah. The, the place where the murders happened was at their hunting lodge mansion with all these outbuildings and dog kennels and the, the fleet of golf carts and trucks and stuff. That's just one of their homes. In, Wasn't he a lawyer? He was. Yeah. He was disbarred because he got busted stealing from all of his clients. Oh, millions and millions you know, you and millions. You should never trust your soul to some backwoods southern lawyer. Millions of dollars. And the other piece of this, the reason that maybe he fell asleep so quickly in his defense story is he was taking so much pain medicine. He was addicted to pain medicine. He was spending $50,000 a week on a his week? On pain pills. Yeah. Good. God. Yeah, he claimed he was taking up to 2,000 milligrams of oxycodone every day. Wouldn't he be dead? It depends. If he had been taking them for a long, long time and he graded that up, yeah. you could you could stand that. But if you, somebody who doesn't take them, took 2,000 milligrams, yeah, you'd die. Yeah, you mm-hmm. had zero to 2,000. That's not a good Well, yeah, yeah but that still seems like it would just be really really damaging on even a person with a tolerance i don't know man that's happened before didn't like rush limbaugh had a whole thing yeah. he was eating a ton of them yeah too. rush limbaugh um what's her name um the one who was on third rock from the sun and then she was on mom uh what's her name the tall lady oh uh i, I can picture her, but i don't know yeah. what the actress's yeah. name I see her is too. she was taking like 100 a day matthew perry was taking 100 a day but this guy the murdoch guy they said that he would be popping them while he was talking. He'd like have a handful of them and just be like they were mints. Popping them like you would sunflower seeds, and he's just constantly popping the pills while he's talking to people, doing his thing, going about his routine. Always had a handful of friggin' pain pills. I mean, come on, man! You can't even like do this and and you're just out there in the yeah. open just popping yeah. pain pills. That's not how we do things around here. Fifty thousand dollars worth a week, which he could have been like a huge drug kingpin. He could have been the top of a drug ring. There's another reason that people want to kill all these people. Mm -hmm. There's so many layers to this. It's such a layer cake. It's just, I mean, he's a bad guy. Why would people want to murder his son and his wife and not him? Well, his son was into some stuff, too. His son was implicated in a boat accident that killed a girl. Okay. And so he had been getting threats ever since that. And I think maybe if it was related to that, mom, wrong place, wrong time. Hmm. Who knows? But God, man. I'm glad I'm not on that jury because somebody, all it takes is one. All it takes is one person. And I wouldn't be able to decide because like I say, I, one day I yeah. think he did it. Next day I think he didn't do it. That's the most fascinating thing too, because the whole idea is that you, you, you watch all these court shows and whatever else, but then you get into the mix of it and it's, it's, that's the case. It's like, right. did the prosecution present enough information that makes you go beyond a reasonable doubt that he did it? Yeah. And if they didn't, and it's like, well, even if he did, 
they didn't prove it. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the craziest thing about it. Maddie, have you ever seen Twelve Angry Men? I mean, at once? No, I mean the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm figuring you have. Yeah. I don't know if I ever ended up watching that. Well, it's just basically the gist of it is they're trying a court case and there's one of them who does not, he doesn't think beyond a reasonable doubt and everyone else does. And then by the end of it, spoiler, he convinces all of yeah. the, all of them to change their minds the other way. Yeah. And they wanted so bad for him to just give in so they could get yeah, out of there. It's like, home. come on, man. Come on. Just do it. Just say it. Get the hell out of here. You know, interestingly, James Garner's big breakout role on stage was in 12 Angry Men. And the reason that he was noticed is because he paid attention and reacted to every word. He didn't have any lines, mm -hmm. but he reacted to every word and listened to every oh, word. I read that part. That's one of the, that was one of the parts I read. <laughs> Did you in really? That book. I kind of. I yeah. skimmed it. I gave both of these to the James Garner biography, autobiography, because. He has this really, his whole thing was, listen, effectively listen, hear everything that's being said before you react and be a good listener and let people know you're listening. And I've, I was like, damn, everybody needs to do that. I gave it to everybody. I gave, yeah. not just you two, everybody around here got that. Sadly, I'm not only a bad listener, I'm a bad reader. <laughs> I read the whole book. I good actually, for you. Did I tell you, I bought the audio book thinking, all right, I'll listen to it. I still have <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. So I have your copy wait, and an audio copy. Wait, is that ironic? <laughs> kind of. He's not listening. <laughs> I got onto a thing, man. I don't know how I did it. I was trying to order, um, what do you call it? Those 12 CDs for a penny. This is years and Columbia years. House. Like, yeah. One of those. Yeah. And by accident, they sent me audio books. And it was nothing I ordered. Like Harry S. Truman's uh, autobiography in his own voice. Oh. And uh, Maya Angelou, Cagebird, which was great. But I got into a thing there where whatever audio book I got, I just couldn't stop consuming them. You know, I just started listening to one. It's Nick Offerman talking about his woodworking. I love him. <laughs> and he's fantastic. But he was just, I don't know, something about his voice. And he was just talking about all these tools. And I just started to be like... It did not. It did not help me stay awake on my drive. Let's right. put it that way. Oh, it, it well, you've got to be me. interested. You can't in really listening because if you start like dozing, dazing off, you'll yeah. start dozing off. Yeah, he was. He was talking about his all his like literally going through all the necessary tools in a woodworking shop. So there used to be a thing where you could stop at Cracker Barrel and you could basically um, get an audiobook or other things that were on cassette as a sort of a rental. Like you could get it from one Cracker Barrel and you could turn it in at another Cracker Barrel. And Did you when have I, to rewind it? No. Um, but when I used to be way too poor to afford plane tickets, I would drive home to Indiana and I would stop and get one of those and listen to it. But again, you have to be interested because if not, it's even faster to Sleepy Town. Yeah. You know, they don't have enough good audio books that are picture books. <laughs> now, if you look right here... Now, this picture, I'll describe it for you. So Nick Cannon said this week he's going to stop having kids maybe when he's 85. <laughs> he's got 12 kids, six different mothers, spends millions. Like somebody said they think he spends $3 million a year on the kids, and then he jumped in and said, I spend way more than that. No, he's got to spend more. Than that. That's not enough. But think about that. 12 kids back in the day. Everybody had 12 kids because right. you had to staff up that farm. No, they wait. didn't all live in different places, though. Right. How, how old did he say he was going to stop? 85. 85. Hold on. Let oh, me are you do doing the math. math? How many yeah. kids? Uh, no. Well, currently, he he's 42, so he has another 43 years of 
children of kid making. And, and he's he, averaging a couple a year. Yeah. Yeah. So another forty three. So, so we say, uh, let's just say loosely, he does two a year. Yeah. That's another eighty six children. So he's going to be around a hundred kids when he stops. Okay. That's a good place to stop. Wow. Uh, the whole, everybody's going to be a descendant of Nick Cannon. They yeah, can that's have, really going to mess up the genetics in certain areas. <laughs> you know, there were areas like that already. You know, where the gene uh, pool was pretty dang small. You but, know, I didn't know uh, they were talking about how with a. Uh, if you donate, yeah, baby stuff, yeah, that you they can only you can only donate so many times to a certain area, yeah, because yeah. of too much of a risk of inbreeding. <laughs> if you have too many, if you've donated too many children making things, I right. don't know. That's no, what do you mean you true. don't know? That's overboard. Look, man, where I'm from, Eastern Shore, of Virginia, everybody's related to everybody. Oh, yeah. Twice you're marrying your cousin, you can't help it because that's all there is mm-hmm. there, and like. This couple's together, and this couple's together, and they divorce, and then they marry 100% the others. 100% back and forth, and back so and forth. so cousins, brothers, sisters. Yeah, yeah that's how my on, hometown is. It's been going on for hundreds, since the 1600s when they when they founded that place. You know, cousin love. If you're lucky, some stranger moves into <laughs> cousin town. Cousin love, <laughs> it's driving me mad. Hey, we're going to pay for that if you sing any more of that. Okay, sorry. So, yeah, Nick Cannon with his 12 <laughs> kids. I don't know how he does it. You know, uh, it, I mean, I know how he starts. I know how it starts. I know how it's pretty starts. simple, well, actually. But, I mean, Let you me think you down, son. Look, all right, you're so smart. You have mm. two kids that you're in charge of most of the time. Right. All right. Times that by six. What's your life like? Uh, Nick Cannon is not sitting I'm, there. This is what I'm saying. This isn't. Uh, this isn't a regular person thing to do. No, no, absolutely not. Does he actually? Does he? live with any of them full time i think so yeah i know they're all spread out whichever ones he had with the lady he lives with probably stay there (laughs) makes sense and he did live with his two with mariah for a while oh that's right right. mariah Mariah. that's one of the moms mariah see this isn't regular stuff this is normal stuff does he get alimony or do you, you think don't they need probably don't don't need it neither but she doesn't need to get any child support i'll tell you that no but that's what i meant Previous generations, I don't know about parts of the country where y'all were from, but previous generations in my family, they had tons and tons of kids because they had to, to work the farm. Right. You know, my grandfather was one of seven. His dad was like one of 10. And that w- that wasn't unusual, but that was all one mom, one dad. And yeah. there was never $3 million to, to take care of those Both kids. Both of my parents are from small families. They didn't yeah. have, have that. My dad was one of five. My mom only had one sibling. Do we had know- a kid actually in our high school who was one of 13. Nice. Were they Mormon? Uh, Catholic. Oh. Well, have you guys looked at your family tree? Have you gone online and looked at any of those like um, Ancestry or there? I think there's one called Family Tree. Can you even look at that stuff if you don't donate the Dana? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's one where you just plug in names. Yeah. It's just a record. Yeah. And Interesting. It's so I might try cool. that. I don't want to give my DNA away. Yeah. I did it. You already have. I, I, <laughs> True. I did it. I spit in the little tube and sent it off and found out all kinds of fascinating things about where I'm from in the world. But um, the one, you can just plug in, like, whoever you know. If you know your grandparents' name, you plug it in and you can find records. And then what I like to do is go back as far as I can. My grandparents, grandparents, their parents, is you know, it, it eventually will run out. Like, I can't get all the way back to England. They once did a real detailed... Uh, family tree on my mom's side uh with her parents and it's crazy it goes all the way back to like european isn't that like 1400s a friend of mine goes and 
part of my family too. One of the wings of my family, they've tracked it all the way back like that. Mm -hmm. And it goes to King Charlemagne. And this friend of mine, I was helping her do hers. And damn if she didn't go all the way back to King Charlemagne. You're related. Isn't that neat? I guess you can't help it. I mean, I, so I guess at a certain point, yeah. Eventually you can't help And then you go all the way back to Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rib. What are your myths that people believe? Is that what your story is? You got myths? Uh, Yeah. So it's like, it's dumb. They call it dumb myths. These are off BuzzFeed. So people submitted a lot of these. All right. So like, um, this one was kind of funny. Like black belts have to register their fists as weapons. Mm-hmm. Which was always a joke. Like that was always a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, what you don't? You don't have to. register? No, you don't have to register. Are you fists. telling me that Barney Fife didn't have to register his <laughs> no jujitsu hands? No. He did not. It's like what Bruce Lee said in the movie. My hands are registered as lethal weapons. If we get in a fight and I accidentally kill you, I go to jail. And then dude says, "You get in a fight, you accidentally kill somebody. That's called manslaughter. Anybody goes to jail." <laughs> was that from? Uh, yeah, once upon a time. Yep. Uh, the the thing about eating spiders in your sleep that doesn't happen. You Even don't know. I don't know. They say it doesn't. I mean, scientists have said that you know if yeah maybe one crawled in your mouth one time, but it's not like they're that's all, enough. <laughs> um, humans only use ten percent of their brain. Some. Um, that yeah, true. That well, um, well, a lot of it's water you can't use. Yeah, you so can. if they're talking by volume. You certainly don't use. Do you know that I think you're, it's, they're talking about the brain capacity, not the by, by the parts volume. that work. Do you know that your brain is the has the highest caloric content of any part of your body? The so, brain's fat. Is that what you're saying? If you were going to, if you had to eat somebody, or you were going to starve, the best thing to eat would be the brain. The oh brain. wow! And okay. then I get all your power. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And I'll eat your heart too, because that's the other. Oh, thing. and that's then you become uh, a new person. Yeah. I'm basically you. Yeah. (laughs) Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, <laughs> what's another one? Oh, eating carrots helps you with your uh, eyesight in the dark. Does it not? No. 
It does not. Do and you then, know? Yes. I ate so many carrots when I was little. I was allergic to green vegetables. I turned orange. Did you really? Really? You had a, t- a tint. I had a tint. You were allergic to green vegetables. I was allergic to green vegetables and chocolate when I was little. Were you allergic, or you just didn't? Was that one of those things like they th- they thought I was allergic because I would break out? I had the uh, in my crailbow. I had bumps in my crailbow. In your when, elbow pit. Whenever I don't like that. <laughs> whenever I would eat the green vegetables, I'd get bumps in my crailbow. <laughs> but, and I, so I had to eat nothing but carrots. And since they thought that chocolate was also putting bumps up into my crailbow. All I could have was a zero bar. Aww, the, you the, poor kid. The white chocolate candy bar. You were living the dream. Yeah. Uh, lastly, uh, he who smelt it dealt it is the defense of the guilty. <laughs> hmm. That is not a true statement. Just because you smelt it doesn't mean you dealt it. Where'd you get all this high class info that you're bringing? <laughs> really? Internet for the win. So. You guys have said this before, and now I'm hearing it from other places. We went to the shore the other day. I had to take some stuff up to the little house up there. We get back, and we give the van back to my in-laws, and they're saying something to the effect of, how was it? And my daughter's answer was... Fine. Terrifying. (laughs) Oh, she rode with you. She's like, why... Why do you drive like that? I'm like, drive like what? Like you're so mad. I'm like, I'm not mad at all. But why why do you call everybody names? And why do you have to be in front of everybody? I'm like, I'm getting there. You're quite Ooh, aggressive. Wait. Did you use your horn? Not one time. Oh, I had a good one. I've still he used not. his loud yelling and fingers. I used it aggressively the other day. It was there's an intersection in Greensboro. It's at um Cornwallis and Lawndale. I hate that and intersection. People try to take. You can either turn. You can either go. It basically goes. You're going on Cornwallis, there's battleground, and then Lawndale. The right a hole's taking a left, backing up all the way and through the intersection. You can't take a left. And this guy, <laughs> I was slowing down. I'm like, here it comes. And the indicator went on, and I was like, ma. How did he react? Uh, when I did the second ma, uh, a hand came up, and then he kept going. So I don't know if it, there was a finger on the hand. <laughs> Or just did the my bad. It may I think have been it was a my, my bad. bad. Yeah, but I wasn't giving him any opportunity. I wasn't I had him off the hook. to honk at a guy this morning because he almost came over in my lane on me. Do you know that I've had that happen since my New Year's resolution to not honk the horn? Uh-huh. And I just maneuver around them and like people sitting at this kills me to death. People sitting at the green light looking at their phone. Oh yeah. I'll just sit there oh, and sometimes I'll just, go like. I'll point at it. I'll oh, point at the light instead uh-huh. of honking the but horn. But I mean, this guy was going to, he would have hit me if I hadn't alerted well, him to his. It's a good thing you didn't make a New Year's resolution to not honk your horn for a whole year. But have you ever, you know, thought about it too? It's, you, someone's coming at you like that. Your reflex is always to get away from them. Yeah. But isn't there always a part of you like, man, if they hit me, I might be able to get some money out of this. I don't want him to hit my... It's, my it's, I always think about that after dude, the fact. Like, oh, man, I kind of wish I hadn't reacted like that. You want me to tell you that? Tell you how that goes? Mm. I got hit by a dump truck. It was Memorial Day 2000. And I was taking a right on Van Doren in Alexandria. And I was at the stoplight because traffic was coming. And then the next thing you know, I'm being pushed into oncoming traffic by a giant dump truck. So from behind? Yeah. yeah. Hit, he hit me and then kept hitting me. And pushing me into oncoming traffic. So I pull over. I'm screaming. I'm honking the horn. I'm screaming. Knock the car out of gear so I couldn't drive away. 
It was just terrifying. So get over to the side of the road and immediately call 911. I'm not fooling around this time. The last two times I'd been hit, I was like, ah, you get, you're busy. I'm busy. Get the hell out of here. This time I call 911 and the cop gets there, takes a report, whatever. Then I go, I'm in so much pain. I go to, um, what do you call them? Chiropractor. Chiropractor. And uh, you could have said anything. <laughs> I, went, I go to the chiropractor and he's immediately, as soon as I get there and tell him what happened, he's like, now, uh, when you, you're going to need to fill all this out here and be a, as detailed as possible. And I want you to really, really tell me about how bad your pain is because we, when we get into deposition and here's the number of the lawyer I use and you're going to need to go ahead and call him right now today. And it just became a job. So I was like, I'm not doing it. Oh, God. I, I let it go. Really? Yeah. Oh, because, I mean. I could have probably made a plenty of money off that trucking company had I pursued. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened, I mean, did the guy keep going or did he pull over? Oh, no, over? he pulled over when, when. Had he just not, he didn't react in time and that's why. He, he never saw me. He, he ran into me, pushed me into traffic, never saw me until I was able to get the car back in gear and was driving away from the front of his truck. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was terrifying. And it could have been the start of all this stuff. Probably. But I I called him. And I was like, hey, you know, your man hit my truck. It's going to be about $700, my car. And it's going to be about $700. She said, no, he said you told the trooper you already had scratches on your bumper. Uh I, I didn't fight. I was like, all right, thanks. You are so, I'm sorry. That's what? really dumb. <laughs> really that dumb. That doesn't sound like you. It was just more than I could bear at the time. I understand. It's overwhelming. Yeah. But like to have to adult, like, it's almost like a, like, wait a minute. I have to do all this. Can't someone do this for me? Right. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Cause I will chase down a, a grudge. Well, and it's funny forever. now. I mean, so like my wife got tagged. Uh, as she was at an intersection and somebody else hit somebody turning in front of them. And that person who got hit spun into her car. And so, you know, she went through the process, but what was funny is she's like, well, we'll just file it with our insurance. And it ended up being, she had to fight our own insurance to get her money. Wow. That was super neat. That is pretty cool. Isn't yeah, it? That was really, really cool. Now, you know, I've been hit probably four times where I did nothing about it. I just was like, ah, eh, you know, get it. I had one in DC where on. I got, I was the, the lead car. And then they were like, what do you want? I'm like, I got to go. I got to, yeah. I got to be on the air. Sometimes like, you just got to go. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. I got hit by a drunk lady on the way to the airport in oh. Raleigh one time in one of those back roads in Morrisville. I was taking my grandma to the airport mm. and she ran into me and then she jumped out of the car. Are you okay? I'm so sorry. And I could smell the vodka as she's walking up to me. So I really? could have burned her ass too. But you know. You know, we had a thought. I would say, have, speaking of drunk drivers, have you ever seen someone driving so crazy that you've had you've yes. called? Yes. yes, 100%. Yeah. We had one of those the other day. And my wife and I were like, I think we need to call somebody because this person is all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I did that coming back from Eastern Shore one time. There was somebody that was was on 85 all the way from south hill into north carolina and they were all over the road speed up slow down swerve 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 so yeah i called the, there's a number on the signs it's like a three-digit call the state police thing star really. hp is that what it is i don't know but yeah definitely called on them. why was it you <laughs> i don't want to say nothing about nothing but i mean <laughs> thanks a lot snitch <laughs> when is it too late to do what you wanted to do all along and cancel plans. At what time 
between right now you're thinking about it and when the plan is supposed to be in action. Okay, am I supposed to do it like is it tonight or yeah? yeah so your plans are tonight. Um, what's too late? Like a specific? There's actually a specific time. Like uh, is it specific? Like a number of hours before it's no, like, to a, like a time on the clock. Kind of. Oh, three p.m. Close. I'm gonna say four. Earlier. Oh, two. Then, I'm gonna say two. Two. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm gonna say oh, two p.m. Good, Good job. job. Yeah. No, they said that. The, the latest time in a day where you can cancel plans without guaranteeing you'll ruin the other person's night is 2 p.m. Because that gives the person time to find uh, someone else to hang out with. Are people really that interested? I don't believe that. I think most everybody is like us, and when plans are canceled, it's like the biggest sigh of relief, the best news you heard all day. I think it depends on what it's supposed to be. Like if I have tickets to something and a person cancels on me, then I'm going to be upset. Set because I may not have enough time to find someone else to go. I can dig it. But yeah, I think that would if be it that. was just let's go get drinks. Yeah, or if it was so if it was like a date, you know, that's one thing. But like you said, if you have specific tickets to an event and then someone bails, I feel bad, man. My kids ugh, what broke my heart. What? So my daughter, her birthday was a couple weeks ago, and her, what she wanted to do was go hiking with her friends. So she made plans with her friends, and they were all going to meet. And she got up. It was getting up really early on. It's like it was the Sunday before her birthday. So she, they were all going to get up early and go hiking and then hang out. So that night before she got all their orders for sandwiches for just to eat. Oh, go hiking. no, this is going to hurt me. Yeah, no. I know. And then she wrote, yeah, there's a picture of oh. the sandwiches and the little notes. Well, I guess she gets up in the morning at like 530. She got up really early so to go pick people up. And her friends had bailed via text that night before. All of them? Yes. Oh. But they all did it the night before? So three of them were hanging out together, and I think there was only one other one that was still game, but it was like at that point. So, Ouch. Oh, it, no, that sucked. That was a bummer. Teenage girls are... Yeah, that's tough, man. But, so what did you do? How did you make it right, Super Dad? Hey, I tell you what. Did you get up and go hiking? No. Do you like ponies? How many ponies do you want? <laughs> well, she, yeah, seriously, she was with her mom. So her mom took her out to breakfast and did a bunch of stuff. And then I, I took her to the movies the next day um, for her actual birthday. The but I told only- her I would take her hiking, but it ended up being, so like last week and the weather kind of sucked. So. The only thing I'll say in their defense is don't ever ask teenage girls to do something really early in the morning because yeah. it's probably going to go bad. Again, and that was you know that was part of it. And I just had how sweet my child is. And, you know, See, that's like, what oh, breaks no. your heart. Oh, man. no, I, I hate that for her. Yeah, so that'll teach her. She'll never be nice again. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of said, you know, next time, just forget them when they want to do something, you know. Throw is that really what you want to teach her? Yes. Payback. <laughs> Make it make it yeah. even more painful. If to they them. don't show up for you, you don't show up for them. Bail and bail hard. God, I got in trouble with friends up in D.C. one time. This dude put together a sailing trip. Mm. He rented a great big sailboat for everybody to go out on. And this was up in Annapolis. And I'm in Alexandria, the other side of D.C. And I, the whole time he's talking it up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my head, I'm going... I am not coming. I can't stand the sound of this crap. I don't want to get seasick. It's going to be cold. You chicks aren't hot enough. I don't think I'm coming. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good, man. What can I bring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then that morning, yeah. I call and go, hey, man. Hey, Haber. It's uh, ah! 
It's looking kind of windy and cold out there. Are you still doing this thing? I mean, come on, man. I don't think I'm going to make it. He called me up, blew me out. You do not do that. That is bad form. You do not behave this way. Well, it's true. And and did he pay for it, though? Was it already like paid for, reserved or something? Yeah. He was okay, good. Dirk. No, you can't do that. Nah, you know, he, he was fine. He's fine. You, no, don't, you don't know I him. don't care. It's still rude. <laughs> I had a bunch of friends. I made a bet um, the second time the Pats and the Eagles played in the Super Bowl, the Eagles won. But I had bet a friend that we'd do a pig picking. And then, you know, I, of course, then I lost. And I was like, well... How about this? I'll buy a pig's worth of pork and cook it. Weak. I understand. I just didn't want to stay up all night with a smoker by myself. See, that'd be fun. Well, anywho, (laughs) I got, you know, got it all together, got all the meat, was doing all, you know, like it was telling all like, all right, here's the deal. This is the time. People were being like, yeah, this sounds good. Sure enough, day of, it was like the dude I had the bet with and then like one other friend came and then another friend came by just to grab a plate of food oh i was oh, like bro. no yeah my one friend was like oh yeah sorry man we, no, you know, i'm sad for you we're, we're gonna be there and i was like okay and then they're all like again it was just like you know what i'm good like first is, of all i'm gonna eat all this wealth of pork that i've got <laughs> wait a minute now is this where you decided to shun having friends. Is this the thing that broke you and and said yeah. to you, you're oh, gonna? Oh, I mean, be- sure, that's part of it. I also uh, it don't don't uh, want to hang out with anybody ever. Yeah, this is when you just decided you Screw don't like any people and you're going to stay home all the time but, and but only do things with your wife. Let yeah. me let me tell you, she won't let me down. Your entire life could have turned out differently had you just done what you said you were going to do. I will say this. I will probably, once the weather gets nicer, I'm not going to put anything hard on the books, but... Oh, uh, listen, I'm busy. Now, oh. <laughs> I think I got something that weekend. <laughs> when is it? I mean... Yeah, I'm busy, man. So I got a time. lot look, going on. Look, he wasn't going to invite us anyway. We that's had to true. wrangle for invitations to his uh, no, wedding. No, that's not I true. Know, we did have to guilt him <laughs> into wedding really invitations. <laughs> look, we had our very first... <laughs> that's not That's not true either. That You guys were definitely invited. Yeah, we right. Were we were on third tier. You, How dare you both? They made you, the list and then somebody fell off and they're like, oh, let's Oh my ask gosh, you people. are so making that up. Anywho, again... <laughs> <laughs> See... Nikki. Nikki is his wife's name. Oh, God. She will tell us the truth. And you no. wonder why you weren't invited. You what? don't even know her name. I know her name. She's Listen, great. Vicky, you're the best. See, I'm always scared I'm going to say Vicky, and I have to do it in my head. I'm like, Nikki, Vicky, Vicky, Nikki. Ricky. All right. What is it? Dickie Tavi. I will gladly have you guys over to my house at some point, sometime. I'm busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to want to come to your house and eat your way. food. We had, You know what? We hadn't done that in so long. I can count on one finger the number of times. No, I can count on two to three fingers the number of times I've been to Maddie's house. And one of them was just outside. I've worked for this radio station for 10 years, and I've never been to either one of your homes. I've been busy. Yeah. I've been a lot going on. a lot. I know. And you've you've been to my place a few times, but mainly it's to work. Uh, It's to help me with things. I Uh, I have had a printer, a computer... Or to pick you up in the snow. Pick, me pick up you in the up snow. in the snow. Bring me a ham bone. Throw you, throw you things at the door when you had COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, what didn't I have COVID when you brought the ham bone? Maybe. I was laying in the driveway. There's something else. I brought you a computer. <laughs> you did? Yeah. I brought you. you oh, when we were computer. doing the COVID show. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. The good times. Yeah. What I like to call the good times. But um, I will say that, was it more than once that I had you guys over for dinner back in the day? Because I was showing off. I've been over a couple times. I was showing off like a boss. And we had different co-workers back then. So many other people worked here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Maddie comes in. He wasn't part of the show at the time. And he comes in and is talking about the uh, seared veal chop and the... I can't remember. It was too many beautiful things. And the guy who used to be on the show was like, just a show off, man. You're just showing off. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants all that. You're just showing off. Fine then. Don't eat my food. Get out. And that was when I introduced you to my Italian dressing trick where I hit it with the mini blender. My daughter broke my mini blender. No. Wait. What the hell am I going to do now? I don't, I don't remember that one. I just remember you introduced me to the putting the um, the salad plates in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. You put them in the freezer before you plate. Oh, that was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, it was. I took the regular um, Italian dressing, balsamic dressing that I made, and then emulsified it, emulsified it in the mini blender <laughs> so that it made it thick. Mm-hmm. You don't you your, remember? Uh, you, me, and Dupree blender. Yeah. My daughter's been making smoothies. I bought her her own damn little blender that I saw on um, Facebook and then found one on um, Amazon uh-huh. and bought it and charged it for days and days and days. I was like, here's your own very own blender. You don't have to use mine anymore. Okay, cool. Didn't use it. Used mine one last time and broke it. Completely broke. Do you still have yours? No, I think mine finally broke too. Do we have any in the prize closet still? No. <laughs> we got plenty of margarita glasses though. But then, uh, see, it was a perfect little thing for making pesto. It or- was a cool little like. It was good for uh, like grinding up spices and stuff. And it, it was like one of those. It was like this. It was like a personal margarita. It was blender. beautiful. Oh, neat. And it had the little thing. You take the cap out of the top. You could drizzle your oil in. Man, that's back when we used to get those cool like promotional items from movies. Sometimes. Oh, they were so neat. Yeah, it was well, always something random. You know, somebody at corporate is living on a mountain of all that stuff we don't get I anymore. Know. Mm-hmm. Just the whole has a house oh. made out of goodies. All sorts of oversized T-shirts you can't ever fit in. Yeah. Wow. And socks. Yeah, and, and no toilet paper. It's all concert tickets. We might still have American <laughs> Idol uh, chapstick. I want a blender. From the Daughtry era. Uh, ooh, I want a blender. Vintage. I still have Daughtry's water bottle. I did not steal his sunglasses. That was another one of those people who used to be here. Yeah, but I still have his water bottle and the uh, folio from his band before he was Daughtry. Yeah, when he now, had hair. At this uh, point, we've gone through. I've gone through the prize closet eight thousand times over. I would know if we still had one of those. There's <sighs> nothing good in there anymore. It used to be such fun Christmas shopping in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we don't get the good stuff like we used to. No, that's because ah, some good old somebody's days. living in it. Yeah, it all goes to corporate now. Igloo made out of you know promotional items. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, just. I can go in there right now. I will get you a koozie. No, I want a blender. I'll get you a pop socket. I want my blender. I'll get. I, I, I'm telling you, I've got one of the, the you, me, and Dupree margarita glasses I want that a blender. we've had for decades. Will you look and see? Maybe there's one blender. I promise you. I promise you. I have been- <laughs> hey, I just want my blender. <laughs> can you use your daughter's smoothie maker? I don't want to. It's not the same. <laughs> what? <laughs> you should show her. <laughs> look at all the stuff I'm putting in your blender. She does, she'll never use it anyway, well, then, but she ain't using my real blender either. You know what works really good? Uh, the, the ninja bullet thing. The bullet blenders. Don't lie to me about bullet blenders. No, no, no. I use my hand blender, the immersion blender, for most things, mm-hmm. but you can't very well make a pesto with that. <laughs> <laughs> so seriously, though, really, we would love your feedback because we just talked about food for a little bit. Should this podcast have a focus? 
Thoughts? <laughs> in general? Or do in you general. like the randomness? Yeah, should it have a focus? Should we pursue more guests? Because we have a couple of interesting ones that we might be able to, to secure for the podcast. Mm-hmm. People you've heard of. Yeah. I'd rather hear people we heard of than hear me, honestly. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing to have guests every once in a while, especially if it makes sense. Should there be a focus? Like, should it... Like, I know some people who have podcasts, like, this week it's the classic Cars show. Uh, let's talk about cars. I don't think at this point, at 161, for us to then say, like, all of a sudden now our main focus is, like, crimes. I mean, who would notice? And- There's, like, eight people that listen. I don't think it would throw them off too much if we started to focus on one thing. Tens of people. Yeah. I don't know. Hi, Cousin Mark. So think about it. If you have a strong feeling about it, let us know, and maybe you'll be part of the podcast with your suggestion. Call us anytime, 336-373-0987. You can get on the podcast. You can make a request for your favorite song. Maybe you want to hear Rapper's Delight. So use that phone number, 336-373-0987. Check us out on the radio. You can go to 987simon.com and click that Listen Live, and when you click Listen Live, you can listen live. What? Got a final thought, Charlie? I seriously, my mind just went blank. I was like, what's my final thought? Wait, what did we talk about? Where am I? Who That's am I? Focus. That's our final thought. There you go. What's yours? Um, since already I won't read the James Garner book and I won't listen to it, could you read it to me? Could we have story time? <laughs> oh, a- that's our podcast. Every day you'll, you'll read about 30 a minutes chapter. of the book. Not every day. Well, you know what I mean. Every show? Every week. Every week. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, to to answer your question, will I read it to you? I'm real busy, man. It's the same thing. Okay. When you come over to my house. No, I'm too busy. All right, next time. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.